Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. 7 a.m. Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordane Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And this week we're doing a very somber film. Yeah, and you know, when you hear the title and who's in it, you're going to be surprised that we're describing it that way. But uh, 2015's (laughs) D-Train, surprisingly depressing. Yeah, starring Jack Black, James Marsden, Catherine Hahn, Mike White. We got a lot of, yeah, comic hard hitters on this. And also just generally actors who are silly a lot of the time. And it's not that they're not silly in this movie. It's just this movie has such an undertone of depression. Um, yeah. We, and it's from the writing, directing team, Jared Paul, Andrew Mogul, who also wrote Yes Man, that <laughs> that Jim Carrey movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed Yes Man. I haven't watched it since I knew he was an anti-vaxxer, though, so... Oh, God. I know. Uh, and uh, Andrew Mogul also did some things by himself. He created The Grinder, which I don't know, entirely by himself. He also created that cartoon that um, really, really bombed Alan Gregory. So somehow, here we are. Here we are. Yeah, D-Train is like, uh, it's a lot of things at once. Um, oh, yeah, and there's a terrible person in this movie. I forgot, Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> yeah, and I right. I hate it because, like, there's points where I almost, like, the way that his character is set up, where I really empathize with his character, but then I know that it's Jeffrey Tambor playing the character. So my emotional uh, situation is very split. It's a rough situation. <laughs> it's a rough situation to be So this movie was originally called Bad Bromance. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. I mean, it's too on the nose to cover. So, I mean, it was inevitable that this movie would be featured on our lovely podcast. This film was at Sundance. I'm, you know... Uh, Wow, yeah. <laughs> that is that is a thing that happened. Uh, That's a thing that happened. So we have Jack Black. We sure do. Who is also a producer on this film. So is Mike White. And we have James Marston. Yep. We got Catherine Hahn. So this is a story about a man who... Is obsessed with high school? Yes, this is Jack Black's character is obsessed with high school. He is on the committee to organize the high school reunion. In fact, he's very controlling about the fact that he runs the Facebook page. Oh my God, he doesn't want to give anyone the Facebook page password. He's like very obsessed with... um, you know, all the all the things that make anyone interested in their high school reunion, like how did everyone turn out? Are the cool people still cool? Like, is this person going to talk to me now? Blah, blah, blah. Except his obsession with it is like all encompassing and he's a grown man. So it's very sad. Um, the, one of the first scenes is basically him and <laughs> the other people organizing the reunion just making phone calls 
trying to get people to come. And it's one of the saddest things I've seen in my it's life. It's like incredibly <laughs> sad because like at the beginning, he's like getting ready. He's setting everything up. And I'm wondering, OK, what does he do? Is this his job? This is super interesting. And then it's just alumni calling to see who's going to come to the reunion. And he's not chairperson, but he wants to be. So he keeps on referring to himself as chairperson of the alumni There's- committee. His character does not remind me of Dwight Schrute, except in the moments where he's like, I'm chairperson. Like, it's very much assistant regional manager energy. Um, He, yeah, and he, like, they make a bunch of calls and a bunch of people hang up. A few people make fun of him or they just, like, don't reach people. And it's obvious that they're having a hard time getting people to come to their high school reunion. Um and they need to find a way because I guess it matters a lot to these adults. Like, I'm like, why? I don't know. Like, I don't get it. Like, why don't the six of you just go get drinks and then the four other people that are going to show up can come and you guys can catch up and go home and go back to your lives. Also, there's this whole thing where there's still kind of like a high school hierarchy because everybody is really shitty to Jack Black and they go out to drinks and they don't invite him because there's a point in this movie where there's a huge emotional turn and it's punctuated by them finally inviting him to drinks. Yeah, and it's really weird because, like, I mean, on one hand, I get why people are mean to him. He's annoying. (laughs) Like, he's pretty unbearable because he's so insecure. It's like this cyclical thing. He's one of the most insecure, like, characters. Like, he's like one of those men, like... I always think sometimes when men who are married bother me on Twitter or like argue with me or give me way more attention than I feel like I deserve. It's always really strange because I'm just like, you're married and Jack Black is playing a character like that. No, he's absolutely a guy who would be like correcting you about something arbitrary that he's probably (laughs) wrong about in the first place and just like taking up your time because he desperately needs to feel accepted but because he's so insufferable about needing to be accepted he's not accepted and that's that's the energy like i feel like the other people organizing the event with him would totally be his friend if he would turn it down a few notches he's just and just like hang out like he's constantly he's just like so stressed he's so uptight and it's so strange because his wife loves him like uh, there's no point Catherine Hahn and she's and, cool and like Catherine Hahn loves the shit out of him it's like, impossible there's no- for Catherine Hahn to not be fucking cool in a movie like that's just <laughs> it's just she's just got cool energy she's just like cool down-to-earth woman and she's like she's funny and she's smart and she obviously cares about him and they have kids and his fucking kid like he has a baby and he has a teen and his teen talks to him what like his what teen, teen talks to him his teen is like a sweetheart who like him. wants to be close to his dad Goes to him for advice and jack black is so in his head about being cool to people 20 that he knew 20 years ago like i don't know how old he's supposed to be i assume like mid late 30s yeah, um, it's a ma- well. I think it's their is. I is assume it it's their, their twenty year twenty. That's or what 30. I was thinking. I was like, it's got to be twenty because yeah, then they'd all be like thirty eight because they're way too old for it to be their ten. Yeah, but they're not old enough for thirty. Right, um, right, right. Yeah, it seems yeah. like it's their twentieth. And I do feel like twentieth is like the one that a lot of people. I don't know. It's like the a lot of people go to because after that people start dying. That's really depressing. But, you know. uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and before that, everyone's so young. They're like, ew, I don't want to go. I'm trying to think. I guess my 10 year reunion would be next year, but there's no fucking way I'm going. <laughs> the alternative, like the alternative school that I went to had a reunion this last year. Um, 
And I mean, I was invited, but like I, I was in Seattle at a different time than the reunion. So I was like, I don't have the money to go back. For I just this. can't imagine like paying for like a round trip ticket to Augusta, Georgia, so that I can be around a bunch of people who like. I also knew like, like, I don't know. <laughs> It's like my feeling is I completely understand going if it makes sense for you, you know, because I'm very much someone who's curious about like, how is everyone's lives? Like, is everyone, you know, what's I'd up? I'd rather just Facebook creep on everyone, but I understand. Yeah. But, but I'm also like, like exactly what you said. We have social media, so it's not really the same. And the people that I'm still friends with, like the very few people I'm still friends with from that time in my life, I'm in touch with on a certain level. And the ones I'm not, like, the only reason I'd really want to see them is, I don't know, probably shitty reasons <laughs> to secretly judge them. I'm not going to pay to do that. <laughs> like, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, the only, like, I feel like the only thing that I learned at my reunion is that, like, a bunch of people that are racist aren't racist anymore. Or a bunch of people that I thought weren't racist are now racist. Are racist. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like. Every once in a while I go home or something and somebody's just like, hey, you know, I kind of thought you were angry in high school, but I read your posts and I read your pieces. All the I always get emails like this. It's just like I read them and they really made me think. And then I just have to stand there and I'm just like. Cool. Glad you read them. <laughs> it's like really uncomfortable. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to really well, interact what, you, with people. That's a very hard thing to interact with because you well, either are like, good job. Like, I don't know. Because like every single time I interact with somebody from high school, they're mostly just apologizing for how they treated me in high school. And that's the kind of like confrontation that I don't want. Like, yeah, I don't want. that that does put you in a very awkward position because you either have to like bestow forgiveness and make them feel better or you're just like, no. And it's like, that's why I avoid people in high school because they're yeah. like, I mean, like I was bullied a lot and a lot of people didn't know like how bad my home life was and everything. And then they found out online, probably like via social media and then felt like shit. And it's like, it's fine. feel like shit at home. Yeah. Like don't, <laughs> don't deal with this. Know. Like I'm not actively <laughs> mad at you anymore, but I'm also not going to like hold your hand through this. Like, and I yeah. just feel like this is a guy who, Jack Black's character seems like a person who should have said, you know what? Fuck all these people a couple years ago, because it's very clear that like nobody liked him and nobody treated him well. And like, that's cool, dude. You could make other friends. Well, that's the other thing is I'm like, you know, he actually has a good life. That's the thing. Like, okay, his job's not glamorous, but, like, he's in a house. Like, this is set a few years ago. This is not set 20 years ago. He can afford to live in a house. <laughs> like, that's more than most people these days. Um, he has an awesome wife. And the fact and that like, he has a baby means that they still they fuck. They still fuck. And, and he has a sweet teen son. And, like... Oh, my and, God, this And he son. also, like, seems like... He didn't get tricked into this. Like, he loves her. And he... I feel like it's clear that he loves her even when he's acting like a shitbird. Yeah. Yeah, I think like, that he does love her. And and that he wanted that. So it's kind of weird that he doesn't look elsewhere for, like, like the insecurity he has socially. It makes sense he needs affirmation beyond the home. And it's, like, also very but, clear that, like, his wife was cooler than him in high school. And yes. she does not care. And that's the other thing. It's, like, <laughs> it's such an obvious dynamic that she just, like, was cool. But, like, she obviously, like, loves him. And she's just kind of over it. And he's so obsessed and it's 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's like he could easily just make other friends. And I, I get it. Like making f- friends as an adult is awkward. It's tough. And I mean, I, you and I are lucky and because we like do live in a place and in, we're a part of communities where we can meet people easier than like someone in his shoes. But like I, I the thing is about this character that really gets me is that I understand him. I understand like feeling like you're not cool, feeling like you're constantly putting your foot in your mouth, like feeling like inadequate or like, you know, kind of like dealing with like, I mean, Jack Black, I've always wanted to fuck Jack Black, you know, holla. Um, but like, <laughs> I hope he listens. <laughs> that would make me so happy, Jack. I've already, I've always loved you as well. Um, but like, you know, I understand like being a person like with a body type like that, where it's like people like will still fuck you, but you still don't feel sometimes like you're constantly comparing yourself to someone that's considered to be more, I don't know, traditionally attractive. I mean, doing this podcast for for a couple years now, like what people consider to be traditionally attractive bores the shit out of me. So Right. Yeah. <laughs> we do we do movies every week that are like obsessed with like the same blonde woman and it's like, okay. But I understand where he's coming from in the sense where he doesn't he almost I think he tries to sabotage his life because he doesn't think that he deserves the life that he has. Yeah, that's wow. Yeah, I think you're right. Like he, it's almost like he's like, well, the people from high school still haven't like confirmed that I'm cool. So of course I don't deserve all this. So like, what's going on? There's, there's this. Right. I and mean, and there's sometimes these movies cause there's such an obsession with high school. And I get like, I understand that high school is a very formative time psychologically. Like your brain's still forming. Like I get that most of us maybe have certain parts of our esteem or like, issues that we work through from that time maybe but like the way that these movies frame it is so interesting to me um and sometimes I wonder like because I was like I went to like really small alternative schools a few days a week you know and then I would do the rest on my own so like I have a very different experience I didn't I wasn't in a huge school so there was never the same hierarchy because there were just not that many of us yeah (laughs) and we were all considered losers like we were all the losers because we weren't in the big cool public school we were like in the weird alternative school and it was like kids who got kicked out of school like really religious people and like it was just such a random mix of people that we all just were nice to each other like yeah (laughs) you know like I mean obviously kids could still be shitty but like no one got bullied it was just like oh less people like that person or more people like that person. (laughs) That sounds wonderful. I mean, I kind of, yeah, I mean, I guess like it, like I, sometimes when I talk to other friends, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. I think it was, I mean, I think that it protected me from certain things, you know? Um, and like, I always just kind of got along with people, you know, like I wasn't necessarily cool, but I just kind of got along with oh, people. This is Bronwyn, Miss Popular over here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with all 10 homeschoolers <laughs> and like dropouts, like <laughs> so cool. So uh, no, no. So I'm just saying like, so I like when, when we cover stuff that's really about the high school experience, sometimes I feel like. I can't speak to it in the same way because I had such a different schooling, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so much of high school hierarchy is baked so much into our culture, I think, because a lot of the people that designed our culture are rich and therefore the last time they struggled was in high school. So that's the only that's, thing that they have to pull from. That's, you know, that's a great way of putting it. That totally makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that like sums it up. Like high school, 
was the last time that they had to like really be in the rat race on the same level. Yeah, and it's just like, and that's why you always have these people that'll make these movies and shows for adults, and they're just like, this is just like high school. Working at a hospital is just like high school. Being a lawyer is just like high school. And it's like, there's, you a, mean- <laughs> there's a certain point where you have to admit it's actually just human nature. It doesn't yeah. really, like, I think, I think we view because high school, like, you're almost an adult, like, you finally start realizing how complex and fucked up human nature is. And I think that then people project everything on high school rather than just being like humans are dramatic and complicated and insecure and form hierarchies and are mean, but also loving, you know, it's like, but that's less, I get that that's less catchy in a log line. So (laughs) (laughs) I can't really pitch that like to development. So yeah, it's, um, there's something very, uh, sad about this movie. I mean, there's something deeply sad and we haven't even gotten to the love story yet. Cause it's, Oh Yeah. I mean, like, so basically Jack Black sees he's so this is after we know that they really need to, like, get people to the reunion. Yeah, they're having trouble getting people to the reunion. He sees a banana boat commercial. Truly amazing. With James Marston in it. And he wakes up his entire family. He wakes up the entire family to to be like, hey, that's. Okay, James Marston's character name is Oliver Lawless, which is like, we get it. Uh, like that is <laughs> just all right. We get it, and and he's like, yeah, Oliver Lawless from school, and I love it because Catherine Hans just like, okay, like yeah, he went cool, to school. This with is us. what you woke She's up. She's like, for. you just woke up the baby. What the hell? And he's like, he he made it. He's doing it. He's on a national commercial. Oh my god, it's like somebody like finding like a stand-up set of mine on YouTube and being like, she made it. Same. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you did a show in New you York. Did it. And it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, it was unpaid. Like what? You know, or I got paid 30 bucks. Like, so, um, so Catherine's just like, okay. And then, and then he makes his teen son, like watch the commercial with him. And like help him record it. And, my and favorite, this sweet baby son. His sweet son, who I just want to protect at all costs is just like, can I go to bed, dad? Like, <laughs> Like he literally is like, I just want to go to bed and I'm watching your like shirtless classmate put on sunscreen. This is so uncomfortable. Like, and then like basically Jack Black has this light bulb moment where he's like, we got to get him to come to the reunion. Then everyone will come because he's famous and awesome. And he like pitches it to the other people um, on the committee, and they're kind of like non-receptive at first. Well, because they're just like. You don't know him. You yeah. were friends. They're like with you him. were never friends with him, and he's like, yeah, 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 I was. Like we're cool, and and then they're kind of like, do you really think you could get him to come back? And and uh, yeah, and I mean, Jack Black's just like, yeah, and then he decides to go lie to his boss. Okay, so this thing with the boss is so so okay, and and I hate that I have to stand up for a character played by Jeffrey Tambor. Same. But like this. This nice man, if you had just told him, I need a day or two off, I have to go do a thing, tell my, I'm going to tell my wife it's a business trip. If she calls, then just be like, and like, and Jeffrey Tambor says this at the end, it's like, you just could have lied and like left me out of it. Yeah, no, it's so <laughs> unnecessary. Like, it's so, it's truly so crazy. And like, really, like, I get that this part of the plot line is supposed to add to the absurdity and show how desperate Jack Black is, but it just makes the movie actually sad. It's very sad that he has to lie about this. And it's very sad that like 
his lie almost destroys this company that he works at. Like, it is only white privilege that he has a job by the end of this oh, movie. Yeah, no, he this does is not like deserve to still have it. level privilege. This is I like, can't believe. I he, can't imagine. Like, when, when you got to the end, when everything was going really fast and he manages to, like, save the company, like, yeah. through montage, I was just like, what <laughs> no it's it's so i don't i because like i wanted him to get fired if i, I read this <laughs> script i would be like okay we need to fix this part of the storyline oh my god for sure like, i think that he just honestly needed to lose his job yeah he did i think that i think that it would have made something real to fight against besides just his like anxiety about not right. being cool enough right because like, it's his anxiety is really his like worst enemy. He even like his kid is more popular than he was in high school. And you can tell that he's upset about it. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. Jack like, Black is upset about it. Yeah. And it's like, basically he lies to Jeffrey Tambor and is like, I have this client and like, we got to go to LA and then Jeffrey Tambor and he tries to like, be like, I'll go to LA. And then Jeffrey Tambor is like, I'll go too, like, cause it's a business trip. And like Jack Black spins this web. And of course it's all just an excuse for him to go find James Marsden, call James Marsden and just be like, Oh, I'm in town. Want to meet up and then try to convince him to come to the reunion. (laughs) Like again, you don't know. You do not need to lie to your boss for this. Right. But I mean, he ends up getting a free trip to L.A. And then he calls James Marsden. And James Marsden's kind of like, you know, barely remembers who he is. And is like, sure, whatever. I'll meet you for a drink. They meet at this yeah. bar and it's very L.A. And everyone's like kind of like hot in a very like uniform. Like they're all at the same casting call way. And uh, Jack Black's like looking around and he's like, oh, man, you must like get a lot of ladies with like, <laughs> you know, being a professional actor. And James Marsden's just like, yeah, and guys, too. And, like, Jack Black, like, does not handle it. Like, that moment? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you mean guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's like, wait, are you gay? And then James Marsden's just like, I don't really like labels. And Jack Black's like, yeah, yeah, I don't care. But, like, so you're gay? And then James Marsden's just like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm into whoever, whatever. And it's like, Jack Black's like, yeah, 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 cool, cool, cool. And he's just like doing his eyebrow thing he oh does. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> uh, he okay. And so what transpires in LA is that two things are happening. One, he is doing a fake business deal in which Jeffrey Tambor sinks all of his money into <laughs> Yeah, it's so sad. It's really upsetting. Again, I to hate watch that I feel bad for Jeffrey Tambor's character, but his character, separate from him, I do feel very bad for. Because his character is very much just like I'm just an old man, and I'm just really nice, and like I want my employees to feel at home and feel validated. I almost cried because of his character. That's like how, like also they have this whole long, like ongoing joke of his character not being able to use computers, which would be funny, except that his character is getting screwed over the whole time. Yeah. And so it just makes that bit sad because it just feels like this old man is getting taken advantage of and there's all these ageist jokes. And I'm like, just like, it's just oh. like lying to him. It's like, oh, I use the Google. And then Jack Black's like, like, I don't oh, know no, how to make a picture bag can i add someone to an email like, <laughs> and jack black just like oh nobody uses google anymore i know <laughs> ah, 
like again, like it's if so if Jeffrey upsetting. Tambor's character wasn't just being used and like and like a genuinely like kind man, then then the Google jokes would have been funny. But it's just like, why are you being so mean? Why to him? are you? <laughs> it's, it's so what? Uh, and so while that's happening, we have this thing where it just seems like Jack Black is trying to get the high school experience that he never had with James Marsden. So they're just like, they're snorting things. They're smoking. They're drinking a bunch. Like, yeah. Like it feels like his character is so like, Oh my gosh, I've never partied. It's like, like they do Coke and everything. And that's like a big thing. And it's like, I don't know. I don't believe this. He got married to Catherine Hahn at a college. Catherine Hahn definitely seems like she partied a little like, I don't believe that Jack Black's character hasn't partied. That just feels, but it's just like, like you said, he's just trying to live out this high school fantasy of like, oh, I'm cool. I'm hanging out with Oliver Lawless. Like we're doing Coke. Oliver Lawless. Like what a name. What a name. And, and like, there's this whole thing where like, he's too stuck in his own head to realize that Oliver is kind of a loser. Who yeah. just like, it's just, the people Oliver like is just to parties him. in LA and he's like a hot guy, but it's like that's it. Like, yeah. Like he has no money and like the banana boat thing is like his big thing. But it's already like he's already like creeping already towards middle age. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a commercial can really launch your career if you're young, but he's right. not. Yeah. And so. like and like yeah, and then I mean, and then the 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 scene happens. So they this sex scene, this sex scene was so ambiguous to me that I spent most of the movie wondering, did Jack Black just imagine it? Does he just really want to fuck James Marston that he's like making this up in his head because It was so ambiguous. So little I, I actually thought they just made out and like went to bed like for most of the movie and that that was part of it was that Jack Black's character was like projecting sex onto it because he was attracted to James Marsden and this gave him like an excuse right. to like be connected to those feelings. I mean, I guess it would be sadder if James Marsden was like, we never slept. Together. Yeah. And then Jack Black's like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine this whole thing. But no, like you, t you find out that they did fuck. I kind of wish that they're, they had shown us more. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Because, I mean, we get to see, like, a little bit of, like, the nudity. But I'm just like, no. But Give like, me the sex. We see Jack it, Black and Catherine really Hahn more than we see them. It. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, like, the morning after they have sex is when Jack Black's flight is. And James Marsden, like, gets a call. So the last time he sees James Marsden in L.A., like, James Marsden's on the phone. And he just, like, he, like, pounds it. He's like, all right, pound it, dude. See ya. And and during their weekend of partying, um, Jack Black has talked James Marsden into coming to the reunion. So, and, you know, successfully swindled his boss. So, like, he's going home and he's feeling a lot of feelings. Like, on one hand, he's got the banana boat guy coming to the reunion and and he just had this sexual experience with him. So he feels, like, sad and, like, end of camp feelings, but also, like, success and... He gets back and has very hot sex with Catherine Hahn. Um, oh, yeah. And she is, I thought, I don't know, like, 
There, there's this moment where like she notices one of his shirts doesn't have buttons. Oh my god, that whole buttons. And thing. I just felt like that was unnecessary. I was like, I don't think. Not that she's not going to be keyed in, but it just felt like that didn't need to happen. It's but. very weird that, like, she cares. <laughs> that that was kind of how I felt. It's not that she doesn't care about him sleeping with someone else. It just felt, like, weird that she would notice that. Um, but it was a moment where Jack Black got to, like, be really anxious and kind of lie. And then from there, his character just spirals out, like, intensely. Um, like, he goes back to the committee for the reunion, and they're all like, how'd it go how'd it go man and he's like yeah he's in he's eating out of the palm of my hand and they're all like oh wow isn't that when they invite him to drinks yes yeah and he's finally he's, cool he's finally cool among these people that i don't like that's <laughs> the other thing is i'm like i feel like the real story would be him realizing that they're just as like they're just as unhappy as him but the difference is that they're like actively toxic he's just kind of desperate they're, yeah. you know like there's yeah. a difference <laughs> um I mean, he does become toxic in this movie, but so yeah. And Oliver Lawless, he comes back, but he uh, then first Jack Black is basically Jack Black goes through him this movie, like the arc of you know the usual character that we see in movies, which is usually a woman who's just like, you just slept with me and you disappeared. Here. Yes, like I thought we had something. Did you I do don't something? Care like care about to me? me? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And he just goes through this whole thing, like, like, yeah. James Marsden like stays with them, and there's this whole scene where like James Marsden. Well, and like Catherine, he first wanted to stay at Craig's house, and then and then Jack Black was like, "No, you're not staying at Craig's house. You're staying here." Yeah, and like, and it's this whole thing. But then like, it's like Catherine Hahn and James Marsden are just like doing normal, like you know, we're having wine at dinner and we're talking about high school and we're like remembering. And Jack Black is so insecure and extra and jealous that he's like trying to interrupt them because he needs to be part of it. And then like, meanwhile, his son, <laughs> <laughs> little Russell, oh my god, who is fourteen and very much looks fourteen, is like he's hey. like, oh my god, I he's like dad, and he has like a serious girlfriend in the movie, which is like very funny to me. And he's like, dad. Dad, I need to talk to you. Like, my girlfriend wants to have a threesome, which I'm like, what? <laughs> Maybe I'm, I'm like, I get that, like, I was late to the game, but like a threesome at 14, like. <laughs> that seems like so much. Okay, cool. And okay, like, I was like, am I, no, like, am no. I Jack this, Black? Am I such a loser that that's crazy to me? Because that seems crazy. No, to and me. I think that this kid is like, constantly like asking his dad because he's scared and doesn't want to do it and oh, that's for basically sure. he's <laughs> totally scared like he's like and his girlfriend seems just like like she's very like i don't know confident and like yeah whatever like when we do see her but it still seems weird that she would initiate a threesome i'm like they're children this is yeah, crazy they are babies so he's like trying to talk to his dad at the dinner table and meanwhile james marsden and katherine Hahn are just like laughing they're not fucking flirting they're just being humans and like jack black cannot handle it and he basically like yells at his son to like be quiet and then his son runs up the stairs because he's so sad baby. and then katherine James are like, dude, you okay? And he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. It's like obviously he's like got his feelings about yeah. James. Yeah. And I mean, it's just it just keeps escalating, right? Until the reunion. Yeah. Oh my god, the that is one of the most upsetting. It is such an upsetting scenes, <laughs> sequences <sighs> that I've ever seen because he shows up at the reunion. 
And what I think emotionally is going on is that he's realizing how empty the whole reunion is, but he's deciding to project on James Marston. Yeah, like, he's realizing that, like, not much has changed. Like, people are just going to talk to who they're going to talk to, you know? Yeah. And, And instead of being an adult and being like, oh, yeah, I guess that's what it is. I guess I'll go talk to someone and have a drink. He's like, I'm going to fucking freak out. And like, I'm taking this all out on James. Cause like, I want to be him and I want to fuck him. Like that's the narrative I got from it. Yeah. Like, and so he, so he has already kicked James out of his house angrily because James like has sex with a woman there. And like Jack Black wanted to talk to James and James was like, dude, we hooked up, whatever. <laughs> Like, and, and throughout this whole movie, the, both of them are just like, I'm not gay, though. I'm not gay, bro. I was saying to Kyle, like, when I came in today, I was like, this movie was so weird because there were points of it where I felt like they should have just named it No Homo. Like, because it's so, like, we're not gay. But then there's other, but then the actual underlying current to me feels like Jack Black, like, really needs to come out. Yeah. Like, and, like, and, and, like, and, it's and that. it's perfectly fine to be bisexual. Yeah. And that James Marsden's character is genuinely just, like, already, like, I'm bi or pan and I don't need to, like, have this conversation with you. Because well, like, he says that he doesn't believe in labels. Yeah. So I was just, like, he's just, you know, like, open. And, like, but the movie is so self-conscious about, like, figuring out what it's doing with that that it, it switches a lot, I feel like. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um. And Sorry, so, so they yeah, have yeah. a whole confrontation where it's just like one of the meanest, like upsetting. It's so things. mean. It's just like you know what we fucked, like whatever. Mm. Like I don't care about it. Like it doesn't matter. You're just a blip. He calls him a blip. I was just like Jesus Christ. Yeah, James Marsden was basically like, I don't even remember fucking you, and like, sorry. Basically, he's just like, why are you so obsessed with me? And of course, this is in front of the whole class, and Catherine Hans there, oh and Jack God. Black has done cocaine in the bathroom, and like been super weird to Mike. Oh White. yeah, the cocaine makes it even sadder. Yeah, like it's like he discovered cocaine in L.A., which like, okay, who hasn't? Um, and then he just that's like his thing now. Um, I was like, is this a PSA on cocaine also? Like, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, they have this confrontation. And then of course, like Catherine Hahn's upset. She's like, what the fuck? Right. And like, she wordlessly drives him home. And then the next morning he's like driving his son to school and his son's like, he's like, did you have the threesome to his son? (laughs) And his son's like, no, (laughs) And he's like, oh, man. And I'm just like, why is everyone cool with this 14-year-old having a threesome? It's a mess. This is so messy. 14-year-olds can't even have sex with one person and then, like, And then, like, Jack Buck has this whole breakdown about, like, I don't know what to do. It's weird. And then the yeah. son's just like, you should talk to mom. And then he's just like... The best exchange in this movie where Jack Black is like nearly crying. He's like, can you come with me? And then the son's just like, I have school. Yeah. And the son's literally like, the son's like, I'm going to get like bullied because you yelled Uh, and had sex with this guy and like everyone was yelling about it. And he's basically like, I have to face that at school and you have to face your life. And Jack Black's like, okay. (laughs) And then his son's girlfriend comes to the window and she's like, Hey, man, you're really fucked up. I like it. (laughs) I kind of loved her in that moment. No, she was great. She was great. And it just seems like also that, like, 
it's a good sign of like the men in this family are just like, oh, we're gonna hook up with women that get it. They're gonna take care of it. Yeah, <laughs> no, for, it. like they have good taste in women. They don't know what they're doing, but they have good taste in women <laughs> yeah. at least. And then like, and oh then, my god, uh, there's a great scene movie. with uh, James Marston. He's like uh, walking away from like the other two dudes who have always oh been like God, really yes. mean to Jack Black, and they're just like, man, like what's going on? And and they were, and he was like, yeah, I fucked. Him. It's just like they were talking shit, and then he's just like, I could have fucked either of you at any point, but I didn't. <laughs> that, I love that scene. I was like, wow, this and is happening. Just have to sit with the fact that like they were so not much. chosen. Yeah, he's basically like, I did not choose you to fuck. And like, I also love that. Like, I just imagine most of the actors in this are kind of friends in real life, and that they're all like, James, this movie is going to be a how about how everyone. All of us want to fuck you. <laughs> and James is like, tight. I'm into it. <laughs> I mean, it's way better than playing Cyclops so that, like, Jean Grey can leave you from movie to movie. Right. <laughs> like, I um, mean, is she ever going to pick Cyclops over Wolverine? No. <laughs> it's never going to happen. It's not in the cards. It is interesting that everyone wants to fuck James Marsden in this movie because he's usually the guy who gets left. Yeah, so he got like, to be he the got guy left who gets in the fucked. notebook. He got left yeah. in multiple X Men movies. Yeah, <laughs> and in this in this in this universe, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, he's very hot. I think he's very hot. Um, yeah, I mean, he's not really my type, but I get it. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's like a you get it. Like yeah, and I mean, it's basically, like James Marsden goes to Jack Black's house to have like a final conversation before he returns to his glamorous LA life. Um. And he's basically just like, dude, I'm sorry I was so, like, you know, mean to you, but, like, you put me on a pedestal. And he's like, the banana boat ad is, like, all I have, and I don't know what's next. Um, yeah. Which is, like, a very funny sentence, but also, you know, a, <laughs> real, mean, a real thing. Yeah, no, I mean, it's true. Yeah, I mean, I think, and then they have the whole thing over the shirt, like, no, I, I took this from you, it's a... It's yours. I borrowed it after you fucked me. And like this whole like Yeah. It's it's an exchange like so sweet that you kinda wish that you had actually seen them fuck. I know. And like that's that's like a major problem with this movie is that we don't get to spend a lot of time in the sex scene and so much of the drama hinges on that. And I think it's because I honestly, and again, I think this is because this movie couldn't decide whether it was like actually earnestly gonna be about these men having feelings for each other or whether it was going to be like this no homo comedy. Like, I feel like the movie could never quite decide. And if they'd had a sex scene, it would have had to make a decision. That's, yeah. that's my theory. Cause there are so many scenes where I'm like, Oh man, this is almost like really tender and real. But then they like add a joke that feels like it's like, Oh, anyways, dude. And I was just like, ah, oh, God damn it. And the fact that the men in it are at this point to my knowledge straight adds to that. So, I mean, it ends, of course, with a voiceover, as all things do. It's a very Breakfast Club ending. Yes. Like this, which made me think, is this whole thing just like a play on what if the jock and the nerd from the Breakfast Club fucked when they got older? Like, what? Yeah, it's like... Who thought this? Jack Black's basically writing to the Facebook group for the reunion and like, wow, what a scene last night. And then it's like this long thing about how you shouldn't you know, um, focus on what you don't have, focus on what you do have, because if you focus on what you don't have, you'll never have anything. And if you focus on what you do have, what you have will multiply. And then it's like images of 
him stretching which okay sure yeah and he's also just like rebuilding his life with his family and trying to rebuild his relationship with his boss yeah who doesn't fire him for some reason wild um and and then like he like you know and there's also this running joke in the movie of like him trying to give himself a nickname and everybody just being like no no this doesn't work and so he signs this letter (laughs) the d train no (laughs) this nickname i was waiting for why (laughs) they named it this and yeah i mean was that satisfying for you no but honestly (laughs) i don't think there would have been any satisfying reason so (laughs) i mean his name is dan and like that's such a short name anyway yeah like he had such a thing about nicknames and like I just, like, he seems like, if I don't have a nickname, people don't like me. Like, in high school, people called me Jodels. Like, I don't... <laughs> Jodels? Oh. I don't, like, <laughs> I didn't want that. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, like, teachers were calling me Jodels. It was really a mess. That's weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, nicknames are not that big of a deal. But, yeah, he chooses the D train, which... And that's, like, the end of the movie. <laughs> we're ending course- on a dick joke. <laughs> There's, of course, double entendres in the letter where he's like, I realized, like, Oliver Lawless was inside me all along. And, you know, ha ha ha. Because they fucked. Yeah, Um, And, like, it shows shots of, like, different classmates reading it, like, emotional. And I'm like, nobody would get emotional at this. They'd just be like, this guy's hungover and he needs to feel better. And, like, let's let them have this. so much on the Facebook page I would, like, like, love react it because I'd be like, is he okay? Like... (laughs) (laughs) He needs this right now. I'd probably now. like send him a message and be like, I like love react and then be like, You good, dude? Like, what's up? Like, <laughs> this is not deep, but like, you need some love right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but Jack Black's performance in this movie, he is. I mean, I felt like there was a part of him all. in it. He's giving himself. Like, I will give him that. Like, it's, it's just a. Con- I just feel like the movie never quite decides tonally what it wants to do. And that's one of the flaws. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I would say that that's because, you know, it could have just been a move like a gay romantic comedy, but it doesn't seem like it's ready to do that. And so because of that, you're like, are you, is this homophobic? Like, are you mocking this? Like, not quite. You're not. But it's like very on that line. Yeah, it's a very messy movie. And I don't even know, like, what would even like be what a, would we recommend a good version of this movie? Right. Um, Something with like. The nerd fucking the popular guy. God, I don't know. I don't know. Let me see what's suggested based on this movie. <laughs> right? Uh, that's, that's, you know, we'll see. Bad bromance. God. <laughs> Movie. I mean... Something for everyone. Chuck and Buck, Bong Water. Oh my god, Chuck and Buck is like a like a dark comedy. Yeah, I mean a lot of these don't make sense genre wise. Just before I go, bad words, Birdman, Paul Blart Mall Cop Two, <laughs> Your Friends and Neighbors, Sex and Death. Oh my god, a lot of these are really depressing movies. Horrible bosses too. This is such a funny list. This I don't. Yeah, this is a wild list. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, please tell us if there's some if there's a good version yeah, of the we'll D train. Like, up to we y'all. don't know. Like, give us give us a tweet. Give us an email. Um, 
I hope you're all taking care of yourselves. Yeah, and please, like, don't obsess about high school. Yeah, no, the future is forward. Unless you're in high school. But also, don't obsess about high school while in high school. No, it, it does get better, I promise you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, your brain becomes easier to deal with. And if it doesn't, other people's brains become easier to deal with. And you also just get better at dealing with how hard things can be, you know? Yeah. High school is not shit. I've been Bronwyn Isaac. I've been Jordan Searles. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, yeah. Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Oh, yeah. Back it up.